today we're talking about getting back into the ketogenic lifestyle. So that would kind of imply that we kind of fell out. And then we're getting back into the lifestyle and trying to figure out, first of all, why would we do this? And then how it's the best way to make sure that we keep doing it. Hello, Wellness Warriors. Welcome to mind-blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Patch Hat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We're talking to you today about your return to keto. So first, I just want to know why did you decide to come back to keto? I feel like I was actually kind of losing control over my 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 lifestyle, my diet. So more cravings, stuff I wasn't eating like I wanted to eat more. So I kind of feel I wasn't in control anymore of my uh, my diet particularly. So. so it sounds like you're saying you were chasing food. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just something that we talked about yeah. on mo- multiple occasions that you let in a little sugar, oh, yeah, and you end you up letting more. in a lot of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you calculated things differently? How you like? How okay. did you decide what you were putting on your plate? Yeah. So obviously, I wanted to go back to basics. So getting to twenty grams or less per day. Okay. Uh, even though, like before, I always said that I was low carb, and I think I was like I thought I was like around sixty, like in that journey, and like tracking, I was right. I also wanted to check like the grams of fat and the grams of protein that I I needed to get to get to my number. So really, like I went super back to basic, open like a keto calculator, uh, put my height, my weight, my age and everything, putting my goal of 20, gra- 20 grams of carbs or less. And then it gave me like uh, what, I, what should I aim for fat and protein. And I set those as goals, not necessarily to for goals to attain except for like that 20 gram. You'll see like with these some some examples I'm gonna give give I'm above the fat that I should like be eating during a day. So I'm I'm not tapping really in my own fat for certain days. Other days are fine, but some days are not. I wanna actually a good point you just made there and I wanna just yeah. I wanna flesh that out a little bit more. Having the fat number number as a indicator not for something to attain, but something to make sure that I don't go past mm-hmm. which changes then the reason why we want to know our fat number it also changes the reason why we want to know our protein number right now protein's different in a way because you kind of want to be close to your protein number because you want to build a good body but at the same time if i overeat i overeat so even yeah. if i go over my protein number i'm overeating so it's an interesting idea now just making sure i don't know again Patrick is doing this on his own, so I have no idea what's happening here, but just making sure that you choose a good calculator that makes sure that it's basing the information not strictly on age and height, but also level of activity. Yeah, totally. The one I use, uh, that that's the case. Like, So if you're more active or lifting weight, I would probably have put that a couple of weeks ago, but right now in Montreal, like every, all the gyms are closed. So, so I did more like a sedentary profile mm-hmm. so it gave me a little bit less protein but like those those variables are going to affect your number of proteins you're going to like intake so the carbs are are, are still the same but like the other numbers are going to are going to change perfect one of the things that you told me that you were going to do differently this time although i do encourage people to do this but mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you did it the first time because you did a very slow taper yeah. the very first time you did mm-hmm. keto but this time you actually decided to get a clear idea of a baseline of of how I was eating. Yeah. Like my first week was just like do what you were doing in the last couple months where like my weight was slowly increasing. I needed to see where what I needed to cut from the diet to get back to the 20. Because obviously like at 50, 60, I was, I was eating stuff that probably don't have their places really on a keto lifestyle. So 
keto, right? I so, don't know. Were you eating things that don't have their place on a keto lifestyle? Sure, or sure. You, I had 50 grams, yeah. yeah. What were you eating that didn't have a for, place on a keto diet? Okay, for example, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some, some example. Okay. I'm going to pick up my phone. And for example, the first day. So basically, I had uh, some sausages, mushrooms, garlic, zucchini. And uh, I had a few little tomato grapes. So that dinner was already 18 grams. Just sure. a few vegetables that I had. That was 18 grams. If I had stopped there, like that would have been a problem. But I often talk about my little uh, full fat yogurt and like, so that's the thing. Like, like relatively often I was having like a little dessert snack after my meal, but it was dessert, a little grain free granola and a few little chocolate chunks of 70% cacao and like what are sometimes some peanut butter. So everything is relatively low carb so when you look at the ingredient the other thing the other word of warning i have for for our viewers like weigh your food that's my mistake like when you eyeball it you often think you oh there's one serving then separately but some stuff for example the the granola in what i thought was oh this i have a serving because the serving is like 20 grams ended up being two servings so like those little crunchy grains like are not as light as you as I would have liked to, th to think, but like uh, yeah. So 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 basically that little snack that was maybe like a three quarter of a cup of yogurt, a few sprinkle of the the, um, the granola, a few sprinkle of those um, chocolate chunks, which ended up costing twenty three grams of net carb. Mm -hmm. So, and the granola, since it was two servings instead of like uh, half, like like I thought, was 14 grams of net carb. And that's dark chocolate. And that's the way always like. But the chocolate, like 15 grams, this I measured was five grams of net carb. The yogurt, oh, the yogurt, no, it's not even true because like in my app, the yogurt like gives me zero net carbs and it's not true, it's five. So it's not even 23, it's 28 carbs for that little bowl of like uh, fun food that you always say don't eat for fun like <laughs> do do something else so like okay i'm gonna pause you okay. because you see i okay. get accused all the time of saying that that's not keto that's not keto. and i don't do that but people accuse me of it okay. and i and i want to point out that now right now you're sure. doing it there's yeah. actually nothing that you just listed that if one of those things was the only thing you had mm. that day that would have been okay that would have kicked you out Okay, let's go so, with the, the 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 food yeah what's that what doesn't belong there yeah sure what what i would what i'm I change and I'm gonna still gonna change in the coming weeks. Sure, like the granola, you got that out of the diet because even though it's a it's a grain-free granola and it's based on nuts, some nuts can be higher carb, but that thing I have to stick together. So they put like uh, even though it's a organic blah blah that I get, like you, there's still some sugar in there. So granola out. Okay, but if you took one serving of the granola, how many carbs would it have been? Oh, still it would have been like seven. It's it's, it's okay. a lot. Here's like my four, point. Uh, yeah. Okay, you're, you're missing my point. You said there were things that shouldn't have been on there. I was looking to hear cookies, like oh, from the no, regular store. I was not. looking to hear, but so there wasn't actually anything on there oh. that technically someone doing keto couldn't eat. No. Which I want to just the reason I'm bringing this mm -hmm. to the foreground because when you said there's things on there I shouldn't be eating, the truth is, Patrick, you were actually still being good in yeah. terms of what yeah. you were choosing. But and you ended up still going over, mm -hmm. and it's not because you were buying garbage. No, this is perfectly fine for a low-carb lifestyle. Okay, but hold but, on. But let me finish my idea. But enough, I think, that like if you're not careful, your weight is going to crawl back up a little bit. But because problem, I've been eating like that for the last like six months. But this is part of the problem that I'm trying to highlight. 
this has nothing to do with whether it's low carb or keto or carnivore. It's more to do with when I talk to myself and understand that this food is okay to eat. Mm -hmm. And then I talk to myself and understand that that food is okay to eat. And in fact, you haven't really named anything there that had you had one serving that day would have been a problem. Everything that you've named would have been fine. Mm -hmm. This is where I want people to think bigger because low carb is okay for people who came to low carb with no metabolic issues. Mm -hmm. But if you're coming to the game with metabolic issues, low carb will work for a while, but then you're going to start to still hit problems because you're still eating more sugar than your body can manage. Now, I'm going to be even more clear about this because I really feel like we need to understand what we're doing. Low carb is great because whatever sugar that my body is trying to manage, I've taken it probably down by two thirds. If I, and if I'm metabolically healthy, like let's say our teenagers decide to do low carb, great. Because why? It took you and I 30 something years to get to our bad, well, not true. It took me 15 years to get to my bad place. Cause I started in my twenties. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, so if you think about it, if it took me 15 years on 350 grams of carbs, how many years would it take me on 50 grams of carbs? But just, so this is where I'm sorry. This yeah. is where I'm trying to just th let us think bigger than my weight went up mm -hmm. or let us think bigger than like these smaller things. We need to also understand that when you're coming to from keto to low carb, you still need to understand you're reintroducing the toxin to a person who already had an addiction. Yeah. So what you're talking about now makes a lot of sense that we're oh, a little bit of this here, a little bit of that. You didn't yeah. start off off like doing 50, 60 grams. Mm -hmm. You started off doing eh, maybe one day I did 25. Another yeah. day I did 25. Next thing you know, I'm doing 25 every week, mm -hmm. every day of the week. And then it was 30 and then, and, right? It didn't yeah. start off like I remember, like it wasn't yeah. just back to, oh, I'm doing low carb. Mm -hmm. That's not how it happened. Yeah. If we go through my 10 days of, of getting back to, to keto and logging everything, uh, like, yeah, the, these are all individually like low carb food. Maybe the mistake here is like try to put it all in one meal. One, like uh, some optimization I can do is having the yogurt with some chocolate chip like one day and three, four days later have it only with the, the peanut butter, for example, or, or some kind of nuts in it to, to get it crunchy. I'm going to point out to you just what you just said there too. I, again, if we're, if we're going to try to help people to do better, mm -hmm. I think one of the things that we can learn from what you did is that, is that you said, well, if I was doing like only putting one thing in the yogurt and then, and so each of the days, but here's the other piece of the puzzle. Is it a treat or is it part of your meal plan? Mm. You made these things parts of your meal plan yep. rather than making them treats that you, if you were doing that once a month, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Right. It still wouldn't have been the best, but it wouldn't have been a big deal. Mm -hmm. But you were but you were basically oh, yeah, having a dessert after every single meal, yep. which then we have to consider puts us back to this other idea, which is that we get pulled back into our addiction. Yep. This is why we don't encourage alcoholics to have a drink once in a while, mm -hmm. because it will become one drink, two drink, five, ten. Right. Yeah, you're, you're totally, totally right on that. It's something that like I introduced and I after some time, I kind of needed to have where like was i was saying, saying in the beginning like the kind of loss of control over uh over and and i think i talked about that in a past video but like also like so like not necessarily the cookies but like the oh yeah the cookies the oh the big oatmeal cookies i was buying for my uh my son they they 
kind of started like calling me back a little bit. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm not buying those cookies anymore, but I, I needed to, to, to make change. Uh, I could see myself eating more and more and more sugar. Like two things like careful, the foods you introduced back in your diet. And also it, it's good once in a while to take the scale out of the cupboard and measure because you like those serving that like at the beginning of, of your journey, like it's clear, like you measure. And they get bigger, they get bigger, they get bigger, they get bigger. And like, yeah, so, so, and, and honestly, like even the zucchini, like I had like in that, uh, that meal, 300 grams, but 300 grams of zucchini is one zucchini. And I, and, and just, just like gauging like that, I'd say, oh, that would be around like 125 grams. No, like that's 300 grams. So, so that zucchini alone is, was six grams of carbs. And just for clarity, we're talking net, all these numbers, right? Yeah, 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 sure. These are all net. Yeah. So this is not, uh, just for people to understand, like that's with taking the fiber out and et cetera. Yeah. When we talk about surprises, mm, yeah, <laughs> were there things that like, I mean, you, you mentioned a few, but were there any things that really surprised you stood out? Like, oh my goodness, like I really didn't know that that was going to be what happened. Sure. Uh, so, but surprises, like they, they're all related to food. Like the next day uh, with my, I was uh, again, the next day with my boys, we had chicken and I bought some creamy coleslaw. So the ingredients are fine. Like again, like uh, I was still in my uh, low carb mindset, but just to put the numbers in, eyeballing it and on my plate, I thought that I was having like uh, half a cup or like, yeah, uh, half a cup. And so it was like, not that bad. I think it was five or six net carbs, but measuring it, I ended up having 184 grams. I think it was, was close to two cups. That's already was 15 grams of net carbs, even though it's like a cabbage and like mayonnaise and all the things you think are low carbs. They do put a little bit of sugar probably in there and like uh, it's uh, it costs uh, it's it's costly. But you know what? I think this is where it's like even if there's no sugar in there, like sometimes we don't stop and think that every vegetable has carbohydrates in it. So maybe there was carrots in there. Maybe there were other yep. little things. I know yeah. sometimes when I've seen that, it, there's, there's, there's carrots in it. So there's other little things that are adding to the carb count. I know that whenever I go to buy our Greek mi meal, I always yeah. tell them no onions because I don't even want to eat one sliver of onions. Onions are high in carb and I don't want it, right? So like there's certain things that are in foods that we're not thinking about even if I can't see it, right? Mm -hmm. If you cook with onions, sometimes they just dissolve and you don't know it's there, but you're still eating the calories from that. Yeah. So we need to be careful. Okay. The other mistake that I realized back on that journey was like some at some some days I was getting hungry at lunch and and I knew I had the boys uh, that the same night and I'm going to have supper with them. I know some like in videos we say, oh, you eat your meal when you're hungry and then you eat the next time after when you're hungry. Something I didn't do, but splitting that meal, uh, that amount of carbs into two was relatively challenging because I was eating like a, a small meal at lunch but was still hungry so i ended up adding some nuts to it which like probably like i would have been fine with that meal until the next day but like eating but i was still hungry around supper hungry-ish i was trying to keep it small but sting but still like uh going above my numbers with two meals so this is where i think it's oh. funny right because now we come back to the other story that we hear about often which is that like people who start their day with carbs end up like all through the day mm -hmm. eating and so i wonder if it was well first of all hungry so like you were hungry but were it you hungry hungry or mm. were you bored hungry right so like again when we allow carbs into our life they can pull us even when we don't really so we feel this kind of hungry yeah. feeling but we're not actually hungry and had yeah. you taken some water or whatever maybe you would have realized you weren't hungry. actually hungry sure. but then the interesting thing is like once you insert carbs yeah by the time supper comes around now you're actually hungry yeah yeah 
right? But there were not there were no car there were not really carby like uh, this one. Oh yeah, this one was because I still have the the granola that I wanted to finish. I didn't want it to throw away. But like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. So so. Um, Do you remember what yeah. I said, guys, way back? Throw the throw, food throw the away. Food away. Yeah, it's that. better for your health <laughs> to throw the food away. But okay. Yeah. When you came over and we had burgers, so a big pork patties in uh, lettuce wraps. Even if I did put some uh, some relish, uh, some sweet relish, like it was like just uh, three four grams. Uh, we had an avocado with that. Uh, we did put an egg in the the burger. That ended up being like uh, only uh, eight net carbs for the day. And like it was the 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 amount of energy I needed for the day. If I look at the and that's just all to... you ate that day, yeah. that particular day. Yeah. Actually, I so, feel like that's a question mark. I'm gonna ask you that question. On the days that we spend all day together, you eat like me. Yeah. Although you might have a few a little bit extra on your plate. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I think the weird part about all of this is is that when we are together, you eat less. I eat less because <laughs> because we because we're at my house and there's yeah. no junk there. There's no junk. But also, there, but, but but I mean, like the funny thing is that even though I do have nuts, you, have, yeah. you still eat less. Like you'll go get nuts, but you only have one meal, like me. Like no matter what. Sure, because like usually when I'm at your place, uh, we're getting up around like late. <laughs> so so there's a difference. I think like uh, if you're you're late nighters like us and you get up late on the weekend versus uh, the week getting up at six. Like honestly, if I get up at six and I've been working like from six, like around noon, I get, I get, I sometimes I, I will get uh, hungry. That's not true because yeah, when true. you were doing yeah. keto, you were not being hungry at those times in the day. So it's not because you're getting up earlier. See, yeah, well, yeah, maybe, but like, um, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. And not to mention that when but, you're with me, the other thing that's different is that your first coffee is whenever I have my first coffee, yeah, which was another thing. So that that's, I that's that thing, I did maybe. notice. Yeah, maybe if I would have my coffee later, like when yeah. I'm when I'm working from home, like it's just probably because uh, you, you would get up and right possible. away have your coffee, but you start but, now you started the eating process. But, but is it possible? It's possible too that the higher number, like the higher number of carbs that I was having, like close to sixty, was pushing me to be hungrier the day after. Like some some days, oh, like I was perfectly fine, like the day after. Absolutely, I have, uh, that's why I'm trying to figure but, out what happened when we were together. But but we're creatures of habit, and that addiction, like like. Yeah. Sure, being close to the kitchen doesn't help. So, like, really, at lunchtime, I, I I did start like to like do other stuff than being close to the kitchen. So I play drums. So obviously, either going downstairs playing drums or going for a walk or that helps. Because yeah, you're right. You're, you're partially hungry, but like it it passes. You're not like, hungry. You're bored. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know that that's because told... I'm working. But like, no, still, it's the, it's the Listen, pool to as the soon kitchen. as you're not, as soon as you're on the break, you're bored. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like that, that you know that AA model, halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. It so does matter. Mm. If you're hungry, you're gonna go for your comfort thing. If you're any kind of negative emotion, you go for your comfort mm. thing. If you're lonely, you go for your comfort thing. And if you're tired, you go for. It. And it's so reality. Mm. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. People should pay more attention to that because mm. I do see it playing itself out mm-hmm. everywhere. And like you're saying, like because you're close to the kitchen, but the truth is, is that I work from home sometimes too, and I'm never called to the kitchen. Mm. And the kitchen is right where across from where I'm working, so it's not just because I'm home, yeah. right? But I'll take it a step further. When do I get called? If I let nuts into my day, yeah. <laughs> the next yeah. day I'm like in the kitchen, kind of, and, and then I have to talk to myself. Okay, get out. Just sense. Get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's like it but it's not because i'm near the kitchen it's because i had nuts yesterday oh, yeah. 
right? Which is why I'm so happy that there were no nuts that I wanted at your house the other day because mm-hmm. I know I would have suffered a few days, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is on me too because I need to be able to say no. Yeah. So the next question I have for you is, well, how's your weight been in the last 10 days? Good, actually, surprisingly good. I started like 10 days ago at 235, and this morning was 229. So six pounds in 10 days. Just like getting back like to... to so you're saying it was more. it was ten days ago that you started doing the twenty try, aiming at the twenty grams. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Ten days ago, no, no. Ten days ago, no. Ten days ago, like the first few days. I, okay, when did I you start my, aiming at 10, 20 grams? Uh, like, uh, maybe after, maybe like uh, ten days, maybe six, seven days ago. Honestly, so it's very like, interesting, it's just, guys. Yeah. Again, I want to point it out because it's yeah. always that reality. Is as soon as you start pulling back your carbohydrates, yeah. what happens? Yeah. So in six days, basically. Yeah. You've gone down six pounds. Six pounds. Yeah. Right. Say that. So it's very interesting. Well, we have to say that because yeah, the yeah, first yeah. four days you were just eating normally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Around my, my and you hadn't been losing any weight before that. Yeah. Okay. So so. Um. So and then I want to know how you actually feel. I feel good. So what struck struck me in the in, in especially in the beginning, I was kind of looking if I would have some symptoms of keto flu, but the first few days, uh, I was just felt cold like funny enough and i remember that yeah i remember that like uh, even before at work when i was doing one meal a day in the keto journey at some point in the afternoon i was getting cold getting cold but but it just lasted like the funny enough the first few two three days where i didn't really like i was more careful i was more aware of what i was eating and i was trying to put the same amount but probably lowered my grams of carb by 10 15 maybe so i went to maybe 75 to 50 from from the log i had but like um just felt cold but like no headaches no like um i don't like no uh, fogginess in my brain like uh but just like felt cold it lasted like two three days like now it was fine i'm not sure if that would happen that fast but what i will say is that there was some research done that showed that when people so when your body believes that there's not enough energy coming in it starts to cut things that it's doing that are not necessary and apparently warming you was one of them okay so i'm wondering if it would happen that fast though because it happened in the first few days like would it just say oh we're not going to warm a little bit and and especially if you didn't cut a bunch of carbs you only cut a little bit but this is interesting i plan to get back to one meal a day because i know it's doable and i already did it so what we're going to do is we're going to follow up with this, right? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm going to bring back like uh, the, the weight loss, like to see uh, how close or I, how, how did I do actually getting under the 20 and what food I took out of my diet. Well, we can do that. But especially the weight, the weight, the weight. Do you think you're uh, actually going to take foods out or are you just going to put them back to nor- normal uh, amounts? There, there are some things, like some fun foods I want to take out. That's okay, sure. that you the don't granola, think you The did. granola, I'm okay. not going to buy anymore. The chocolate chunks, I'm not going to buy anymore. Okay. There's some optimization that I want to do. Even the nuts, like the last thing I, I got uh, was walnuts where I, I heard that they were, they're relatively low carb. But they're uh, they're dense and just like an ounce is two net carbs. So, but you're not satisfied with an ounce. So I'm gonna okay. check if like there's some nuts. I know the macadamia are better, but like uh, but probably go with them as a treat than as a part of a meal. I don't know. We'll see like uh, about that. Since the beginning, I've been tracking my weight. I've been tracking my uh, waist size. So I want to track that uh, and blood pressure. So we can do maybe a. Hey, once in a while status to see how those three three variables go in the in that 
getting back to keto journey. journey. So if you want to have more information about improving your ketogenic lifestyle, there's some videos on the screen right now that can be very helpful to you. I want to thank all the wellness warriors for coming by as usual. Thank you for watching Mind-Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. Love making these videos for you guys. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Talk to you next week.